Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. All right, the second strategy for attracting and retaining quality employees is be a company people want to work for. And I'm happy to take that one. Yeah. I'm always the culture police, so I'll go <laughs> ahead and, <laughs> and talk about that. Um, so obviously, first of all, most corporate companies offer a benefits package, right? And that's in addition to your salary, right? So it could be healthcare, dental care, 401k contributions, profit sharing in the company, you know, paid leave of absence, sabbaticals. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of things on that list. And a really strong benefits package can be a huge influencer, but it also costs a lot of money. And so when you think about that from a small business standpoint, you need to consider what is the right investment, especially if there's a hefty price tag on it, and is it appropriately going to entice the demographic you are trying to reach, right? So what I mean by that is, okay, so maybe one of the incentives is a gift certificate to go out to dinner when you sign on, right? Instead of a signing bonus, they give you a gift card and that's happened in trade. But the employee you're looking for is not the profile that likes the steakhouse down the street, for Mm -hmm. example. And so they're like, okay, great, I'm signing on. The company doesn't have to pay a bunch of money because they've done a trade in kind with that restaurant. But everybody's like, I don't care if it's $1,000. I don't want to eat at that place, right? So kind of a silly example, but that would be an example of something that is a benefit but doesn't necessarily match with what the employee might be looking for. And then on the other side, we say develop good management. You know, there's the old adage of people don't leave a job, they leave their boss. This is true no matter what type of organization you are. So don't only invest in finding the employees that you need to work there, but develop the managers and honestly yourself to be highly competent and human-led leaders. So not just managers, but actually leaders of people so that people come to work there for you and they stay there to work for you. And then also have a mission and a culture that makes people feel like they're a part of something bigger than just whatever they do day to day at their job, right? I mean, we gave all those examples at the beginning of food service employees and people working at Kings Island. And, you know, some of those jobs are are not necessarily super career focused or it might start to feel like punching a clock. But the difference maker can be having an organization with a mission that people really feel like they're providing something above and beyond just serving somebody a hamburger or whatever the case might be. Um, Chick-fil-A is a good example of this and loves this example. Yep, I use it all the time. We we know it's Christian-based and, you know, we're not going to comment on any religious affiliation, but really it's about being good people and treating your employees as good people. And so therefore, example, they're not open on Sundays, right? Which they could be making a lot more money, But they're not because they're allowing their employees to have a day with their family because that's a foundational belief for them. Um, Another example of this is Nordstrom, right? And I've experienced this personally where the people that work there are expected to not just cash you out at the register, right? They're there and they're incentivized to be really helping you. So it's not a salesy, salesy approach necessarily, but it's a true 
you know, what are you looking for? How can I help you not being annoying, being able to read your signals and what kind of help you may or may not want, right? There's all of that built into the model of working there and the people that work there understand the expectation, but then also what do they get as a result of being able to perform at that level. And then finally, we have build your reputation in the community and in the industry. So be a part of things beyond just being an organization that is there. You know, what service opportunities are there? You know, what things do you do out there in the community? What things are important to your employees? Where can you make donations of not just money, but volunteer, volunteer as a company? Um, What culture events are out there? You know, what can all of you do? What are you collectively passionate about that you want to be a part of? And show up there, show up also in the industry, get out and do things, serve as an example this way, you know, as a thought leader, go to industry events, be a keynote speaker, write white papers, produce publications, whatever the case might be. Build your reputation in the community and the industry because that will attract employees to you and also reinforce that what you say about your company is true because people are seeing it happen out there in the world. Yeah, I think that's all really, really well said. And one point I wanted to uh, really highlight is a, a lot of times when we get into some of these discussions with business owners, you know, they'd be like, you know what, I'm just a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, that's all I do. Or I, I, I'm just a, you know, a boutique. And, you know, and, and it means a lot more to them. But all they can wrap their mind around is I am just this. If you believe that you are just that, the people who are going to come work for you are going to believe you're just that. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to take pride and have any passion in being able to over deliver if you yourself aren't able to get them to see that this is like a really cool transformative place to work. Now, those seem very lofty words to say for like, you know, somebody who feels like it's just that. But if you actually put yourself into that position and you ask yourself, hey, what does this take in order for this to be like an awesome place for somebody to work? You'd be surprised about what kind of comes up in that. Mm-hmm. And and this could be very simple, just ways that you talk about it. It could be just like little perks. It could be these like little incentives. Um, it could just be being able to um, treat them in, in, as, and respect them as humans. Or give them opportunities to to grow, which we're going to get to in a second. I mean, all these things could be really great in order to make your business someplace more than just a job if you're willing to put the time and thought process into it. Yeah, and I think the final point on that is it it doesn't always have to be financial. In a lot of cases, it shouldn't be a financial incentive. So really important to this point overall. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts. 